Hey everyone, this is Katie Cleary here out with another episode. Before we get started, I'd like to ask you to like us and leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to our podcast. We're trying to generate interest and really help grow this queer community and better ourselves. Today, we've got my good friend, Tony, and my new friend, Tasia. So Tony, Tasia, why don't you introduce yourselves? Okay. So I'll go first because Tasia's all of a sudden shy. Uh, my name is Tony. I am 39 years old. I'm a Libra. Mm. I'm half Puerto Rican and half Salvadorian. And I was born in San Francisco, raised in Sacramento. And I've got HIV. Tasia? I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> uh, I am Tasia. I turned 35 on the 15th of this month. Yeah. Are you a 35 Cap- it nope, sorry, oh. 35 in November. Oh, Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio. I just turned 35. Happy belated. Thank you, miss. Happy That's belated to you as so well. So not. <laughs> like, oh, it's almost yeah, the same. <laughs> it's Scorpio. Scorpio is like no, no, the no. end of the year. <laughs> I was yang to the 35. <laughs> she, I was yeah, yeah, sc- yeah, oh, yeah. 35. <laughs> um Are you what is it? What are you, an Aquarius? I'm a Capricorn. I am a Cap, but I'm like right on the cusp. My mom's a Capricorn. Is she? I don't know a ton about astrology, so I'm not going to even pretend. She's insane. Yeah. Yeah. She's insane. Yeah. I am also. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. um, 35, currently live in Sacramento, grew up kind of between here and San Francisco, Bay Area. She has a daughter. Oh, yeah. Well, should that have been what I like started with? I mean, I feel like it's a pretty significant portion of your it's life. It's not the only thing. It's a significant I, portion of your life. I have a daughter. Yeah. She's a significant portion of my life. It's the gayest part of your day. Sit back and grab a shot You know what you should do? Because so my daughter was raised, you know, by me and I'm openly gay. Mm-hmm. Tony, you should tell the story of the dad. The Safeway trip. The Safeway trip. <laughs> I don't let me hold on. Let me think about it. OK, so if I remember correctly, we were at Safeway and um, I was asking Peyton about something. I don't remember. You want me to you want me to fill you yeah, in? Yeah, And I'll catch up. OK, so we were in the grocery store and Peyton, who was maybe seven at the time, was asking for literally everything that, you know, oh, I want this. I want this. And Tony said um, she had said he had said previously he kept telling her, like, I'm your dad. I'm your dad. And, and she's <laughs> like, you're long? not like hours and oh, maybe okay, even okay. days. So like, like it had been. It's an ongoing thing. It, yeah. Like, like Peyton, where's your father at? And she's like, I don't know. And I don't then, have one. Yeah. And I was like, yes, you do. I'm your father. You can call me dad. You could call me Darth Vader. Yeah. And she's like, you're not my dad. You're not my dad. She kept, you're not my dad. So we're in the grocery store and she's asking for everything. And Tony goes, well, um, you know, only my kids, you know, get things. If you, if, if I were your dad, you'd be able to have that. And she looks at me and okay, then Okay, you're my dad. Okay, you're my dad. Oh my God. I want kids. Yes. But I'm not going to get them. Because it's, well, I mean, like, I wanted my own kids. I could probably mm. adopt. But it's too difficult as a gay man to have kids. As a lesbian, it's a lot more easier. But I got to be rich to get a kid. It's still, like, it's, 
can cost $80,000. Right, but you guys or, already have like the vessel to carry. Sure. Or just get really drunk and have sex with somebody randomly. I can't even have sex with like random people that are men. Yeah. Same. I'm weird. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm not a normal gay, so. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully that changes tonight. Oh, oh shit. Yes. Somebody's getting laid. I mean, not that it's random, but. And not that I'm going to get laid, but, you know. Options the possibility are, is there. Options are there and lube is in the bag. Lube is in the back or lube is in the bag? <laughs> lube is oh, in the bag <laughs> and will hopefully go in the back. Ah. <laughs> yeah. When my, so growing up, I, so my father's gay mm-hmm. and w- growing up, he would, he was super open and everything was on the table. There was like nothing taboo. Literally or figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> say it right. Say it right. Did I say literally? No, no, no. I'm clarifying. <laughs> figuratively. Was the on lube the- on the table? No. Okay. The ideals were out there. Yeah. And okay. so so he would talk to me openly about, you know, use your condom sense. This is a condom. This mm. is how you use it. This is and I remember very clearly having a conversation with him about masturbation. And he's like, This is Vaseline and this is what you do with it. And I had to like explain to him as a gay man, I was like, Women don't We don't need that. We don't need that and we don't masturbate with Vaseline, Papa. <laughs> like, and, that's not a thing. And like also if you do need that you need to go to the doctor. Potentially. I am the oldest of four children and all three of my younger siblings were cheerleaders like in high school and in and afterwards. My sister has won two national championships. Um, for cheerleading? For cheerleading. Like as an adult, she moved to Texas to be a lady cat cheerleader, won two national championships. Oh my. That's right. Shout out. Oh my God. Um, I love cheerleaders. Same. Yeah. So they, first of all, they call me- <laughs> For the, different reasons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the cheer fail of the family. I'm like, listen, I'm the oldest and you guys just decided to be cheerleaders. Fine. But including my younger brother, who's 10 years younger than me. And so they were all cheerleading for a while. And their big thing is they would go cheer at pride events all throughout California. So they do Santa Cruz, San Jose, San Diego, San Francisco, Sacramento. They have each been to more pride events than I ever have as the gay one. Mm-hmm. Makes um, sense. During the Sacramento Pride Parade, there's like this gay guy in tights handing out condoms to all the boys in the crowd along the parade route. And we sent our friends up. There have been condoms on my grandmother's fridge, my home, my family home's fridge for the last like 12 years. Like just memorabilia? Just no. Not the same condoms. They rotate. Oh, but you have to know. You have to know. Like, hold on. There is a missing condom. There's just been like five condoms stuck, <laughs> magneted to the fridge for anyone to grab. Any of our gay friends coming over, any of our straight friends, any of these That's people. Funny. And so it's just open. One year, my sister was throwing a bachelorette party. And it was right around December when we were supposed to be making Christmas cookies. And we had just moved. We couldn't find the box of Christmas cookie cutters. So we made Christmas penises <laughs> from the bachelorette party. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> that is all we had. It's a cookie. Hey. It's a cookie. I mean, the ironic like, thing, ir- ironically, is ironic? it is a cookie because, you know, vaginas are usually the cookie. And it's a penis. Oh my gosh. The milk and cookie story. 
What yeah. milk and cookie story? Oh my god, Tony! I don't, I don't even know if you know this. Obviously, I do not. Oh my god. Okay. So this was pre motherhood. Okay. I was. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How long have you guys been friends? And how old is your daughter now? So my daughter is almost ten. She'll be ten in April. Nice. And Tony and I have been friends for about six years. Um, actually, we have been friends for about four and a half years. Tasha actually actually broke up with me about a year and a half ago. Oh god. Um, let's Tony do it. Let's talk about it. No, I'm telling Tony my milk and <laughs> no. <laughs> You're living in the past. No, I have to tell you this milk and cookie story. But okay, so I will let you in just one second. It's ironic that you're saying I'm living in the past and you're about to tell a story about the past. Go. Or just coincidental. It's not a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) We're having this ongoing debate on if it's a coincidence or ironic. Or, I mean, or fucking just not either of those. (laughs) I don't think there's another option. Those aren't. It's Um, ironic or dental. No. (laughs) Serendipitous. That's a little bit different. Okay. A fortunate accident? Yep. Yeah. So it was a fortunate accident that you broke up with me? <laughs> I didn't mean to. Is that when you discovered you were gay? <laughs> no, but that's when I knew it was that confirmed. Tasia was absolutely insane. <laughs> Ironically. Go ahead and tell um, your cookie story. Okay. So this was many, many years ago. I mean, well over 10. And I met this girl who uh, it just randomly in a bar mm. and attractive enough. We had a great time getting to know each other as you would as at you a bar. Do. Yeah. Uh, taking shots. Now we're a little bit tipsy. It's time to go. We have a good makeout session. We exchange numbers. We call it a night. I get called over for dinner maybe a day or two later. She owns a house out somewhere, right? So I go to her house. It's like well put together, seems normal enough. This is like so old fashioned. Super old fashioned. Well, this is before cell phones. <laughs> right. Well, like <laughs> I'm just kidding. How you could possibly meet someone organically out in the wild? It's then, impossible now. Well, it no, it was impossible then. Wait till I get to the punchline. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Here we okay. Go. So everything's like good enough, right? So then this is like right around when Dexter first came out. So mm. she's like, Do you want to come and like watch Dexter in the room? Right. So I was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. So now we're in the bedroom and she she's laying like nuzzled up next to me, right? And she's like, do you mind if I suck on your tit? And I said, and I said, well, that's kind of like a- Is that pizza? Hold on, our pizza oh, is here. Our pizza's here. Please pause. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she, so that she proceeds to ask me if she can suck on my tit. And it was just like such a random thing because there was literally, literally zero foreplay. There was no, you were just cuddling in the bed. We were just, and if you would call, yeah, if you want to call it that, like there was no like lead up to it. Why weren't you guys foreplaying? Well, at that point, it was date number two for a lesbian. And if you, yeah, not even date. Isn't that usually moving in? Well, (laughs) touche. We like to move in and then casually go into sex mode. I showed up to dinner in my U-Haul. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, well, um, yeah, I mean, I guess. So I'm thinking this is her version of foreplay. Like, this is going to get hot and heavy any minute, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is she just kind of gets, like, a little bit more comfortable in my, like, arm and just, like, nuzzles up and starts suckling on oh, my nipple. Oh, she's one of those infant uh, mm. fetish people. So I look down, and this is like, a, you, nobody can see me, but I'm like doing a little bit. And I go, She's what? looking down right now. I'm looking down. And I said, what 
are you thinking right now? I mean, I just, I want to know. Like, you're sucking on my nipple. I would like to know what's going on in your mind. She and said, you are strangers. Complete strangers. Yes. Yes. In, and I'm in a, like, a random bedroom, right? And she says, I don't know if I should tell you. Uh, No, you will tell me. As she's sucking on you like yeah, an infant po- watching a movie about a serial killer. TV well, show about put, a serial yeah. killer. And just I mean, disclaimer, we're not shaming anybody who has that infantile fetish. We're just totally saying that Tasia's really weird and draws really weird girls. But that's not weird. We're trying to get in your mind space of where you were that night mentally. Totally. <laughs> she was about to mother a child. I, am, I don't <laughs> yuck on other people's yum. I am all about accepting all the things and fetishes and cool things that people are into. I personally just was not expecting this. Mm-hmm. And let me also preface this with if this were like a fetish, like this were actually turning her on, that would be something I would be more willing to like negotiate. So no. why? why? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so she then proceeds to say, well, it's not like a turn on or anything. I'm just really thinking about, you know, if I were a baby breastfeeding my mother, but not like my actual mother, just like a mother. It's a comfort thing. I'm confused. Breastfeeding her mother? No, breastfeeding from a mother. Oh, okay. Like, not her mother specifically, so like but just like, like... It's weird when you flip it around. It'd be ironic. Don't breastfeed your mother. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you, like, then exit? You know, it's like it was kind of a... I didn't know how to respond. I don't understand why she said that she couldn't... It's not a turn on to her. Then why would you want to do it? She said it was a comfort thing. Like, it was like... For her, it was like a security blanket. Oh. It was like it provided... Like sucking her thumb. It like sucking her thumb, but giving someone a hug or spooning them or just being close to them, that's like a physical comfort. I get that, but but why the nipple? I don't believe On it. the second you don't believe what? Her. What's her name? Oh, I couldn't even Stephanie. tell. Stephanie. We'll call her Stephanie. That definite Stephanie, if you're out there, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> no, I don't I have no idea what what it stemmed from and I didn't care to ask. I and feel like it was a kink thing because if it was really a like I'm not into this but it's my comfort level like who asks to suck on someone's nipple because it makes them more comfortable. That's a very jump to an extreme. That's what I'm saying is like after just the second meeting ever you're yeah. not comfortable with each other and she's like hey I have this thing it would I want to try. Yeah it would make sense that she'd want to kind of see how I responded yeah. but I think I would have responded a little bit more like. So how did you respond? I said that's not a thing like that's like <laughs> that's not we're not doing that. But wait didn't you say she could suck on it first? Well yeah because I <laughs> thought that that was going to lead to some foreplay and sex. And so she just started sucking on it and getting she, comfortable? nuzzled up and there was no movement happening did she fall asleep (laughs) and then i was extremely comfortable and we all just (laughs) yeah (laughs) and we and she's now my wife can i ask you a question yeah before we get to this pizza over here yeah when you gave birth to peyton Uh and peyton sucked on your nipple did you think of stephanie (laughs) (laughs) oh my god no i think you've just ruined breastfeeding for her for the rest (laughs) of her life well, good. She should stop having kids. I'm still <laughs> breastfeeding currently. I'm yep, just yep. <laughs> Listen, that works wonders. It'll cure your infection. <laughs> they sell that shit. Mm-hmm. It's milky. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It is sold online. Yep. People need On to. Some women can't produce. My sister is a super producer. She's produced over 5,000 ounces and she donates to NICU hospitals. That's white gold. Yes. Yeah. I told you about the lady who drank my breast milk at pride some people do 
She loved it. She was allergic to to cow's milk, mm-hmm. and at, I was pumping at Pride, <laughs> and she said, "Can I please?" Like she begged for it, and I was like, "By all means, here, have I don't it." Understand why everybody's so obsessed with milk? It's delicious. It's not breast milk. Have you ever tried it? I'm, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think I have. <laughs> <laughs> it was really thick. <laughs> the cholesterol isn't that cholesterol? Colostrum. 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 Mm-hmm. Say it with me. Colostrum. Colostrum. <laughs> you guys want to eat some pizza? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. More on the benefits of colostrum later. <laughs> well done. <laughs> My dick is hard all the time. Aww. I wonder it how works. Often if I Wait, is that because dick. of the stint that you had to have in it? <laughs> Actually, yes. Like an old yes, man. Yes, that was actually very, uh, I would constantly get erections and it would be very uncomfortable right after I peed. Because of the kidney stones? Yeah, so, the, no, because of the stint. Ah, well, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Ooh. Oh, okay. Come it's, on. It had this tiny little wire hair sticking out of my urethra. And so whenever I peed, my urethra would expand. And then when the liquid would go all the way out, it would, you know, close down on yeah. it on top of the little wire. It made it feel like I was going to orgasm, but not to the the orgasm part, like right before. But mm. it's a guy thing. No big deal. Huh. If I only had a dick. <laughs> so Tasia has you. mysterious sense, smells emanating from all areas of her house. It's we because just I'm disco- a lesbian. It's all the pussy in the house. We <laughs> discovered a tray of spoiled goat's milk. So Tony got here today. And was like, what is that smell? Something smells moldy. Like something, it's like a funk going on. And Tisha's <laughs> like, no, I don't know. I think we're all right. I'll just light a candle. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Can we please like preface this with the fact that my house is clean and like it doesn't, like I don't have a hoarder's house. Like no, there no, are no. like hidden. No, her house is very comfortable. It's very <laughs> relaxed. There's a miniature drum in the corner. Yeah. There's a sweet TV that I'm pretty jealous a of. A giant Buddha. In the corner. Shelves worth of family yeah. pictures. It's very relaxed, comfortable. An entire bookshelf, well stocked. And a tray of spoiled foot goat's milk <laughs> under the coffee table. You don't need to fucking out my eczema. She on- <laughs> soaks her feet. No foot, singular, one foot. The right one? Yep. So she soaks her you right foot. You put your right foot in, you put <laughs> your right foot out. In goat's milk. Wait, which... Uh, life hack if you have eczema <laughs> of the foot for those who don't know if you have eczema of the foot or I'm assuming any body part go ahead and soak it in goat's milk how often do you do that it's a thing uh, when I have a flare up <laughs> but then like for like 20 minutes yeah I mean yeah some yeah 20 30 depending on how I feel if I'm watching can I show. see your foot yeah where's the eczema well it kind of spreads uh, um, is that eczema no yeah. Are we sure it's not called athlete's I mean, not, foot? Not spreads. Um, it mo- no, it is not fucking athlete's. <laughs> Does it you itch? You can get that thing all anywhere these days. Does no, it no, itch? No. It itches so bad. That's athlete's foot. No, it's Did not. Did you wear Do flips not to the Merc? That I- <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening, the mercantile. Oh, should we not? We should say it because it fucking sucks. Yes, we I should like, say it. The mercantile saloon is a local. Uh, what they used to call a gay bar. Now Supposed it's, to be a gay bar. Now it's just cheap drinks that get you drunk. They let in all the scoundrels and hoodlums. They're <laughs> na- <laughs> <laughs> so this is where I got eczema? Is that what you're saying? It's possible. It's athlete's foot. 
It hey. is fucking not athlete's foot, I Tony. Work at, I work at a clinic. I'm basically a doctor. You and I work and together. Yes. <laughs> I have my own office. So do I. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so the thing about the Merc is that we made it that way. As much as you like, nobody wants to admit it. Like gay people made it that way because before, uh, what is it? The best of Sacramento. Like they go around and they find the best place for whatever, or whatever. So once upon a time, like five years ago, they did the Merc, and the Merc was identified as like the best place to go for a cheap and stiff drink. And that's what you guys, you guys, you go to the Merc before you go to whatever bar you're going to that right. night. This is the pregame. This is the pregame. You go because they have the strongest drinks. It's like alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. And then it's like splash, splash, just a little splash of a mixer for like five bucks. Yeah. But then we let our secret out. Carry yeah, on. So, you know, uh, as gay people, we have, you know, friends that aren't gay because it's a multi sexual so, world. I don't know. What multifaceted life. That's what I was looking there. for. So, yeah. So we invited our friends to go with us to the gay bar mm-hmm. because that's where we because oh. that's where we feel safe. And that's where we have a relaxed good time. And that's where we get hooked up because gay people know how to party. Yep. I remember when I was 21 and I would go to straight bars and just feel not not because I was gay, but just because the the energy was off. Like I felt like I was in a, a Discovery Channel like TV show where like people are like jumping on each other to get the mating like, rituals yeah, of the heterosexual yeah. American. And then you know you go to a gay bar and it's like oh my gosh, it's a flamingo, you know, presenting itself and everybody's dancing with the flamingos because like the drag queens, you know. It gave a lot of people a safe space to be unapologetically, authentically mm-hmm. themselves. So even people who may have identified as straight could go and be a little queer and a little funky and weird and different. But I also think it brought in a lot of the hatred and mm-hmm. a lot of the like, I mean, sac- Midtown used to be a super safe. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, in terms of how not, how long have you lived in Midtown? Well, not in like not never, not generally, <laughs> but like overall as a gay person, I would walk through so Midtown feeling the gay district, Lavender Heights, used to be very safe, and it still is. I mean, the only thing that's changed is that like our allies started coming out with us, and then our allies found out the secret of the great bars mm-hmm. of the gayhood, and so then they started inviting their friends, and then the their girlfriends came and like, let's have a bachelorette party. Oh my god, the bachelorette <laughs> let's parties do shots. And have a bachelorette party at the Merc. And then let's work out in the morning. And then also like straight women. Gay bars Mm -hmm. are not the place you can come to feel safe. This is not for you. And no, I don't want to be your best friend. No. And like, and I understand you get hit on whatever, whatever, whatever. Do not come here and take our space. We're here because we can go to other clubs and get beat the fuck up. Not hit on. Like, we get hit. We get like hit. Literally. This is not yeah. your spot. That's why gay bars, gay spaces have to exist is for physical safety. So don't come and bring your bachelorette party every fucking Friday night to Badlands mm-hmm. and think that this is so cool and now this is your spot. It's a novelty. But that's what I'm saying is that it used to be, like you're saying, right, this place that we can go to and feel safe. But I think because it's now this novelty thing, yep. it's brought, now we do have a lot, like it's no longer safe for us. It, it is. I mean, I don't know. Speaking as a man, I really get, like, I never feel unsafe, but maybe that's just because that's my male privilege. Because you're like a 6'5", in shape man. I wish Ooh. I was 6'5". She just called you in shape, Tony. For all those listening, I am still single, but I'm not 6'5". But I'm super sexy. 
and he's kind of in shape. Ish. Tony is so sexy. Every lesbian thinks so. Except for me. (laughs) She does too. I was at the Merc like in March or April or something. It was a Saturday night. And for the first time that I'd been there, they wanded us as we're coming in. And I was like, what? Like, hold on. I was here like a couple days ago. You didn't wand us. And he's like, oh, it was Tuesday. (laughs) Okay. On Tuesdays, we wand. (laughs) No. And he's like, and I was like, what do you mean? Like, you're going to wand us on a weekend, but not any other time. He's like, well it's more of a danger on the weekend if you think about it. I'm like, no, it's more of a danger if you're not fucking checking people for weapons. People don't murder on Tuesdays. People I don't, don't know. murder if- on Tuesdays. <laughs> like this just out murders and attacks and knifings only happen on Saturdays. The fuck? And Sundays it's like, and holidays. It's like ladies free before 10, like no wanding before 7 p.m. Get on the fucking VIP list for no wanding. No wanding. Or is there a VIP list for the kind of wanding that we want? I want to be wanded. What kind of wanding do you ladies want? A vibrating kind. A magic kind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking like fairy godmother. Oh, I was thinking of one right up the hoo-ha. I'm the only one. (laughs) I think I'm the only one in this room that's never uh, experienced a dildo. What? Yeah, I'm special. Oh my gosh. Okay. There we have to look this term up other or you'll probably know what it is. But there is this thing that I just fucking discovered. This urethra play. What? Okay. You're talking about sounding. Sounding. And they're beautiful, these toys. Okay. You can go and order a sounding toy. And it is, it looks like a beautiful. How would you even like a fucking wand? It looks like a wand with little pearls every half inch. So let's uh, explain yeah, what, is this? what sounding is. Oh, so I'll do do it. And yeah. who's no. urethra? So sounding <laughs> is a uh, a kink, a, 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 you know, uh, practice okay. that involves taking uh, usually like a metal rod or uh, some sort of rod, probably metallic. So basically the idea is that you, you know, you have a penis, it's hard, and you insert or the Or urethra. Metal. It could be a vagina. Mm-mm. It it's a penis. <laughs> I don't really know. The idea is you take the sounding wand or rod and you insert it in your urethra. And uh, the reason it's called sounding is because you can you take another metal wand or whatever and you tap the top mm-hmm. of the metal wand that's inserted and it causes a vibration that apparently causes stimulation. Now speaking as a person who just had an operation to remove kidney stones and had a stint up in my penis for a good week, I could see how that would cause some sort of enjoyment. Well, if when you have the stint every time you pee, you're almost climaxing, right? Or or feeling like- It was like the intensity right before climaxing, which is not enjoyable. The the enjoyable part is the climax. Hmm. So I did not know that. I mean, for men, at least for me, there's been plenty of times like when I was doing drugs and it was hard for me to get off. Yeah. Like there's this this point where like you're going at it and you're going at it and you're going and you're like, oh, 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 and you're like right there, but you don't get to it. And then you're like arm is tired or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that sounds awful. It's exhausting. That's, yeah, that's terrible. It's exhausting. When you reach that point, though, it's amazing. 
Mm. But if you don't get to that point, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm tired. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense if like the the sounding tool, like you had a stint in and you could kind of get an idea of like why that would be like if because the inside of the urethra is extremely sensitive and it's not painful. So like I had to pull that stint out of me. Yeah. And, you know, they told me you're going to have to pull it out. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so scary. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? And then I pulled it out and it wasn't painful at all, like at all. Yeah, that's it was slightly uncomfortable, but not because of those pain. It was just like it felt weird. But you, because it was also something very foreign, right? So if you couple that with something like, you know, a kink or, you know, somebody who's arousing you at the same time or like foreplay and ding. like, ding. Can we get a ding? <laughs> Intra- uh. We're going to get a sounding ding right here. That's the sounding ding. Is that a wand in your penis? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> well, now I'm extra happy to see you. <laughs> Subject change. Katie didn't know who you were. But she was like, I think I know her. I bet she And I'm like, she's not black. (laughs) (laughs) I, okay. She knows you. I don't know. She has a story. You have a story about me? No. it sounded like it. (laughs) No, I, there's some local lesbians who are all up in the cocaine. And I was like, hold on. Part of the <laughs> yes. fuck that bitch. Yes, Garbage. I was like, is she part of the cocaine ring? Like, no, is this, I wouldn't is hang she... out with Tasia. If well, she was. that's what yeah. I thought. I was like, hold on, I didn't think that you would be. But there's someone. There's another T name out there that I've heard. Possibly K. Yeah, but it sounds. This sounds like a T name. Tasia's X's X's X. Yeah, I mean, who Lesbians. isn't? Who isn't? I'm everybody's X. Yeah, it's actually Tasia's fault that Sacramento community is so infected. With cokehead lesbians. Because Literally. she brought this garbage oh, person. Oh, because I'm responsible for everybody's decision. So then that decision. is how I know you're right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because I'm responsible you, for everybody's decisions you in their lives. You single-handedly brought a cocaine epidemic among you were, a lesbian. You ushered the lesbian apocalypse. That's well, somebody did. had to. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> And now everybody's coked out of their minds. Good thing that you're not, though. I'm, no, I'm, proud, I I'm happy about that. I, ex- yeah. I was like, all right, and my job is done. Because I, li- <laughs> I literally just cut off every single one of them. All those fucking lesbians yeah. that like, are all snorting coke and all that shit. I cut mm-hmm. every single one of them off because I just couldn't anymore. And yeah. then Tasia pops back up after she broke up with me. I mean, how's that going for you now? Are you guys I mean, back together? I'm on her you... couch, whatever. <laughs> you're about to be in my bed. Ew. What? You don't know my life. <laughs> I don't know how much gay men know about this or even people outside of the lesbian community in general is that we have this thing called scissoring. That, <laughs> that is we not, know a, not a thing. We Actually, not a thing. <laughs> not a thing. Okay, first of all, it's not a thing for you guys. It is definitely a thing. I know plenty of lesbians who like be squishing their coochies together. Do you know how many <laughs> fucking lesbians I it does it. And literally, stop naming people. <laughs> hey, if we don't name people, how are we going to get a good fan base? Oh no God. one's gonna listen unless We're they're named. Gonna, yeah, well, let's start naming them in positive no, context. The then. whole podcast. Scissor, is stop scissor shaming. <laughs> scissor shaming all the way right here because it's not, <laughs> not hot. <laughs> it is not hot, and it is not a. Have thing. you tried it? Yes, I wanted to like it. Just like fucking. I love mushroom. how you both just said it's not a thing, but you both have tried it. <laughs> No. You guys have scissors. I was forced into. Are you gagging? Yes. <laughs> we know about gagging too. 
we don't. That started with the gays. Yeah. We invented that. And then we got rid of it. <laughs> then you perfected it. Yeah. yeah. There's no gay. And then our job was yeah. done. So I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Have the gay know. boys heard of? Oh, so like the lesbians have this thing called the lesbian web or the chart made famous on, you know, the L word by Alice. But it's basically all lesbians, all of them are linked together by the people that they have dated. Oh. Because it's like, okay, well, my ex is yeah, we have that, your we ex's ex. <laughs> no, we figure out commonality. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you find similar people. Oh. Okay. I mean, we fuck a lot of people. Yeah, but how I mean, far does it go? Ours it, well, I mean, you goes pretty much all the way everybody up to in Congress. Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. No. Everybody's fucked Kevin it's Bacon. It's like six degrees of separation. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. That's not like a lesbian thing. That's just like a... That's a sex thing. Is it? Yeah, we're all Eskimo brothers and sisters. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're cute. We can keep each other warm in the winter. Is it Eskimo? That's what... Yeah, it's Eskimo, right? Eskimo siblings? I have no idea what that means. Irish? Said. I don't know. Well, Irish siblings. I I no, it's Irish twins. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking Eskimo Wait. kisses. What the Eskimo fuck? kisses are rubbing your nose together. Let's <laughs> rub noses. Butterfly kisses. Butterfly kisses. It's eyelashes on your neck. Yep. No, that's on your, on your no eyes. Your eyelashes together, rubbing no. them together, creates the two wings. That Butterfly seems like a recipe kisses. for pink eye. That's a song. Eskimo Brothers. Eskimo Brothers is a thing, I'm sure of it. What is it? Eskimo Brothers is a term that refers to men who have had sex with the same partner at different points in time. You're it welcome. can sometimes be considered offensive. <laughs> per dictionary.com. So your sister wives. <laughs> no, because that in, that entails that you're still Eskimo fucking him. Sisters. <laughs> yeah, what does that say? The same thing only. Yeah. Does it say it's sometime offensive? I've never heard that Eskimo term. In I haven't either. So it only refers to men? No, no he's just saying looked it's up for Eskimo women. Sisters. Oh, and it is a thing? Yeah. Eskimo sisters? Yeah. So you and I We're Eskimo Katie, siblings. are probably Eskimo sisters and we are siblings. No, we're not because oh, I I'm deliberately sure. don't date in Sacramento. I'm sure you I fucked somebody that fucked somebody I that fucked somebody. somebody. No, no, no. It has to be the one link. It has to be one link. No. Not six degrees. Read the definition again. Okay. Wait, I thought it had to be like, I mean, you slept with so, okay, the same person okay, I slept okay. with. You're right. You're right. It's uh, Eskimo cousins. Cousins. <laughs> We're third cousins. Yeah, Once removed. Twice removed. <laughs> <laughs> it's Eskimo cousins. Eskimo cousin, a guy who is Eskimo brothers with someone that you are Eskimo brothers with, but not for the same girl. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you fucked that guy who fucked that guy and that guy fucked that guy. So that's your Eskimo cousin. It's the yeah, like it's, it. like a family reunion, yeah. you guys. Well, I mean, you know, Adam well, and Eve. They all fucked each other. It's Adam and Eve, not it's Adam and Steve. Sacramento's incestuous. <laughs> incestuamento. No, the gay community is incestuous, you guys, because we're only we like 20% of people. the population. Yeah, yeah, we can't. I thought we were 10%. You're 10%, we're 10%. Okay. Oh, duh. Look at you doing math. Mm -hmm. I'm so scared of you. I need an Excel document to do that. <laughs> I am so good at Excel. I'm better. Oh, we're hiring. I mean, yours is probably better. It probably requires a degree or some shit. You know, honestly, I don't know. What do On you do? Aren't you like a day. graphic designer or marketing? I thought you were a scientist. Aren't we all? Can we just like let it go and I'll just never say what I actually do? We'll just okay, ask Chandler. Everybody. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Ch Chandler Bong. Do, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, I am a project manager and I deal with solar projects. You're on so, my nerves. Get out of here. Like solar panels? <laughs> solar panels and stuff. So when businesses in Sacramento want to install solar on their rooftops, they come to me. So you're basically doing the same project over and over and over again? I wish it was that easy. They're all different. They're all a different, different case of headaches and different number of panels. <laughs> <laughs> you got your large sometimes panels. You got your small panels. You got your model X. You got your model Y. Yeah. You got the sun. <laughs> no, I do the the project management of the technical side. Okay. So I work with the engineers and the folks that actually do the work, and then I coordinate a bunch of different people who yeah, are involved in that yeah it's i like it i work with really cool people you have your pmp i'm working on it right now nice so yeah i'm i'm a project manager i wear many hats yeah we know and many hats manny and mini because you're a woman wearing a man's hat sometimes like a top hat i deliberately we could get a hard hat at work and i deliberately didn't choose pink because i was like no all the girls are just expected to get pink. So I'm like, I will take a white hat as a mark of like, you're not holding me down. I only fucking use pink hydro flasks and cell phone covers and, <laughs> and shirts. I would be like, she's wearing a white construction hat. She must be a virgin. Is that how that works? Well, I mean, I don't know. But like, you know, colors of bandanas mean something different. So I imagine. What bandanas? I don't know. It's a whole gay thing. Do Are you, you know talking that? about the yeah. sex bracelets? No, no bandanas. It's like an old thing. Though. Yeah, it's nasty pigs from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Is so like the various like colors. Different color meant you were into something else. Yeah. Like black, mm -hmm. And the side that you wore it on in the like your pocket would mean whether you were the receiver or the giver. So Snoop sang, I keep a blue flag hanging out my backside, yeah. but only on the left side. <sighs> yeah, that's the crib side. I'm going to look it up right now. Ain't no other way to play the game the way I play. <laughs> I cut so much, you thought I was a DJ. What if he was just so speaking in code? So what is he code? into? Exactly my point. Snoop said blue bandana, left pocket. Yep. Yeah. We're looking it up. Back left. Back left. Well, yeah, you don't put it in the front. That's weird. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's that a may, thing. That means something. They're frantically Googling you guys. We are waiting. <laughs> we are anxiously awaiting what this means. Survey says... As Fusion.com notes, men who participate in this form of flagging place differently colored handkerchiefs in the back pocket of their pants. The left side is dominant, sexual partners, and the right side is submissive. If you're wearing a light blue hanky in your dot, 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 I have to push the button. Oh. Hold on. There's, oh a, there's, a, color there's a color chart. Load more. <laughs> color chart? Yeah. So he likes oral sex. Or blue, dark blue mm -hmm. means anal sex. Oh, oh but very big in difference. The left, so what if you're dominant. colorblind? He likes that. <laughs> he likes to stick his dick in butts. If you have an orange bandana, <laughs> oh. that means anything goes. And at either side? It doesn't, oh, wow. it doesn't give a fuck. It doesn't it's fucking orange. It's yeah. going crazy. Aw, good for you, oranges. Hey, shout out to all you oranges out there. Hell yeah. No orange shaming here. No orange shaming. You get, get your, your orange self on. on. Get your citrus on. Oh, you get your citrus on. Everyone needs some vitamin C here and there. Mm. Hey. What? Hey. Teja had something that she wanted to say and then she lost it. I did. Subject change. And there's nothing worse than an alcoholic that has whiskey dick that keeps trying to have sex. Uh -uh. So annoying. How long when you have, because I know about the six and a half inches, not your dick. <laughs> How long do you go before you're just like, oh, my God, give it up already. Stop. 
because mm. I oh, will, yeah. you know, like, because I get it. If I'm drunk, I cannot come, but I will try until I can't fucking try and anymore. we can still enjoy it. Even if we can't come, yeah. So what are you talking so can about? I. You, but you said oh it's God. not fun. You said that the whole that whole process leading up to isn't enjoyable for you. As two women who do not have penises. Okay, so you're not understanding the whole process of like the orgasm, or no. well, because you said it like right before you orgasm, it's painful or it's no, too- it's just intense. <laughs> like you guys. <laughs> Okay, we were feeling very bad for no. you and very concerned for all men ever. So you guys know what the hell I'm talking about. It's got to be the same with girls. I mean, I don't really know if it's the same with girls, but so the... the Or people with vaginas. Yep. Okay. So the buildup. Yes. Right? We have a release, a very like dramatic release where after that happens, like we can't continue at least for a little, you know, yeah. a little while. Well, the female orgasm is completely made up, so. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I've actually never had one. I know. It explains a lot. Explains <laughs> why you're so tightly wound. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so the intensity and, the, but it still like feels good. Okay, so it feels good because so, I was like very you guys, concerned. You guys have like other, like, I don't know what feels good about it, like getting fucked with a, for a girl, but like it feels good to get fucked in your ass. With a guy, like when you're a guy. With so a like for a girl too. But I'm not climaxing. Sure. Right. And so that's enjoyable. But when I was talking about the, my orgasm, I'll say mine because I don't know whatever other people are feeling. But when I'm orgasming, there's that buildup that's all intense and like your body's getting ready to like, you know, and then if you don't get over that hump, yeah. You're kind of exhausted without the good stuff. Mm, yes. It gets very intense. Okay. And then, you know, but that's what it was like to have the stint in me. And every time I peed that sensation of like that intensity would occur, but then, you know, nothing. Cause I wasn't, you know. And then I wonder scientifically if it's releasing any dopamine before client, like for your stint situation. I doubt it. No. It, Cause it was more anxiety. <laughs> okay. Cause every time it's I had not to pee, like I was like, fuck, tired. I gotta deal with this shit again. It okay. reminds me of like a fucking, you know, a bladder infection, <laughs> like mm. where it's like that feeling of pee and you just want to release and you Is all it, the time. They, they, they always yeah. ask like, does it burn when you urinate? And I'm like, no, it never fucking burns. Like that's weird. Dysuria. What? Oh, it's called dysuria. Yeah. Well, I, I've never had burning, but if that's what it's supposed to be, like what I was experiencing, then okay. But that's not burning. To no me. bladder infection. I, well, I've, I don't, I lay it on know. us. Well, no, I don't know that I've ever had one, but I mean, when I was pregnant, I think maybe I did. There, there was like a moment where like that feeling of urination, but like no relief. Like when you pee, you still feel like you have to pee. Yeah. Like it's never like it's never fully satisfying. I've had kidney stones and kidney infections, and that's what I feel like. It's like it just constantly feels like you have to pee, and then you go to the bathroom, and like you're back at work, and five minutes later, you're like. I have to pee again. Like, but, yeah. but you know, mentally, no, I don't. Yeah. It just constantly it just feels, feels that way. like that. Oh, that's yeah. that's what it felt like to have the stint in me. Yeah. yeah. That's why, that's yeah. why I compared it. Just, it sounds like that. And there's yeah. no way in hell I'd be but able like, to do I would that. have to go to the bathroom for sure. Cause I had like blood build up too. I mean, you need to know. I know. So I'm check it out. Fascinated. I, yeah. Stay hydrated. Don't get a kidney stone. I never don't, drink they water. They told me I can't have protein powder, animal protein powder. As opposed to. Like whey protein. Oh, um, yeah, like they told me no Do they animal make protein. animal protein powder. Oh uh, yeah, What's, what animals are made out of? Goat. I don't know. Cow. Goat. This bitch in a goat. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got tortoise goat milk, shell. goat protein. Yeah, they were like, you can only have three ounces of meat protein a day. I'm like, well, that seems far too low. Yeah. Uh, and then they were like, low sodium. I'm like, but my heart doctor told me I need to have more salt because my blah, blah, blah. It's so like, annoyingly complex because you can have kidney stones made out of all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm. And like, I was eating greens and nuts and like being super healthy. And yeah. then and then they test my kidney stone. They're like, oh, these are made of oxalate, which is high constant, highly concentrated in greens and nuts. And, and broccoli. And everything yeah. that you fucking eat, Tony. Everything that's supposed to be healthy for you. Well, yeah. There are like body work people who will like basically look at you from the inside out and all of these things that you would deem healthy for you are actually like your body may not process Mm, greens and beets the way that mine does right so it's like and there's this whole thing about blood type like there are certain blood types that can literally just live off of fucking meat and potatoes and never have a vegetable in their life and they're completely (laughs) (laughs) can I get a can I get a transfusion? <laughs> How does that work? Can I get on dialysis really quick? <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Stay tuned next week when we talk about relationships and red flags. And don't forget to like us, share us, all that good stuff. Make us famous on Spotify, iTunes, and whatever else. Like, we're trying to be famous. Make it happen. Instagram at adult out. Thank you. See you next time. We've laughed, we've cried, we've given our advice, we've given advice, now go forth and live with pride, yeah, live with pride, yeah, oh. Ow, to adults.